0: 7 o'clock. Good morning, Pyle. Happy Friday. It's the doorstep of the weekend. It's Friday. You can almost taste it, can't you? The weekend. Governor Mesa at home this weekend. Regis tonight. UCCS tomorrow. The Blizzard and Brownson tomorrow night. Presented by Coca-Cola. So we'll have uh, both nights here on the team at CMU Sports Network. Looking forward to that. Maverick women Heartbreaking loss to Western last Saturday. Maverick men in the second half absolutely crushing the Mountaineers last Saturday over Brownson. Looking for similar results against two teams coming in that are in Regis and UCCS that are right there on the cusp of being in the RMAC postseason basketball tournament. So we'll dive into that. We'll preview the weekend for Maverick basketball bring back uh, our interview with Miles Coach Aver, Maverick football coach. We had uh, the event at the Blue Moon. Once again, thanks to to Brad and Becky at the Blue Moon. Had a great time. Tenderloin was perfection, as it always is. And had a great time down there with uh, Miles Coach Aver. Also um, Trevor Wickery, Mavericks offensive line coach, co-offensive coordinator and Trent Matthews, the Mavs DC and the three local players and uh, Devin Hickey, Cash Walker and Nico Moreno signing with the Mavs. Enjoyed talking with them on Wednesday night. So it is an Apache Friday. We celebrate the weekend. It's kind of wide open today. We've had a lot of interviews the last couple of days, which sometimes limits the amount of interaction we have with you, which, Kyle, today is your day to run muck. Okay? We had good reason. We had a lot of local kids signing. We always, you know, one of our focuses of this program, of this radio station, is to emphasize our our local athletes, our area athletes, and and, uh, we enjoyed uh, having all those uh, interviews, all those conversations for you, which you can find all of them on the website at theteam1340.com, Facebook page, Twitter. Makes my uh, colleague Max Ryan, webmaster extraordinaire. Very, very happy when I do that kind of thing, right? Very, very happy.
1: I'm going to take it. That credit.
0: New uh, Davis & Beatle podcast. Piping Hot Fresh. Talking about Sean Payton.
1: There is some nice content available at theteam1340.com. And content is king in 2023, Jim. I know that. And you're I... putting out stellar stuff, man. Well,
0: thank you. I appreciate that. We're not, it's well, not... it's not just me, but it's it, it's everybody involved, yourself. and Thank you. Buckeye and Thank you very much. cake, cast of thousands. They make it all come together every day here on the Team Sports Network.
1: Wow, didn't, didn't realize I'd start off all misty. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> you, you, you,
0: you okay with her, big guy? I, okay. I
1: promised myself I wouldn't cry today, Jim. <laughs> promised myself
0: I wouldn't. Cry. I mean, I, it's Friday and I'm always happy on a Friday, oh, man. So, Tears so of happy. joy, but
1: so happy.
0: It's even better with all the all the praise we're throwing around here. So, with Brady's retirement, we think, I, I have to admit on, on Facebook, there are two people that are Facebook friends that I absolutely, I have to go to Facebook just to see what they put up. And I love everybody that, that I'm a Facebook friend with, appreciate everything you put up, but Kent Main that used to work over at Colorado Mesa and, uh, Teacher here in the valley, Kent Maine, always cracks me up because he put up <laughs> the little uh, gif gif of Bill Murray from Groundhog Day as a reporter, and he goes, "Here we are again, reporting on the retirement of Tom Brady," and it just made me laugh. Chuck Fedler, another guy that he's always putting up stuff that just makes me makes me laugh. Dave Platty, over at uh, University of Colorado Media Department. Dave's kind of scaling back his time now with the buffs, kind of semi retired. Always puts funny stuff up, but but Ken put that up the other day. Made me laugh. So top five quarterbacks all time. Max Ryan, Chicago Bears fan.
1: You want my top Chicago Bear quarterback of all
0: time? No, no. No. Well, okay, who would be your top Chicago Bears quarterback? Just
1: Jim McMahon.
0: It'd be Jimmy Mack, huh? Right
1: away. Well, seconds like Walter <laughs> Payton.
0: Happiest day in his life was the day he saw Provo in his rearview mirror. Ouch! Ouch, BYU! Ouch!
1: Jim, if you've actually heard or or, or seen Jim these days, he is not shy. Never was shy. Never
0: was shy. About
1: uh, letting people know his opinion. He's even less shy now about the injuries, CTE, and more that he experienced throughout yeah. his playing career. Of course, he played with a bit of a reckless abandon. That, that uh, he did. That uh, Jim McMahon did. But uh, yeah. But in a different
0: era when we were not nearly as concerned about those kind of things.
1: He'll still go down as one of the only quarterbacks, I believe, to show his rear end during Super Bowl Media Week.
0: Yes, he did. The helicopter that oh, yeah. flying over. Say, oh, yeah.
1: I, that was a good year. I wasn't even alive, but I know from stories. <laughs> I, re- I, that was a great I was. I was. And I,
0: I remember seeing that. And what did he just do? Yeah. It's incredible.
1: I, I never really knew him, but uh, Steve McMichael was somebody that I instantly gravitated to. Just Mongo. Yep. As I knew. Was, great Bears right.
0: defensive front. He was a big part of that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So. And, uh, top five. Yeah, you can't but, really put Jim McMahon. In no, the you can't five put. Five. No. <laughs> no, it's
0: okay. So we go from from your favorite Bears quarterback all time, to, Where's Tom Brady? Is he number one? It's got to be. Because we, we talked about this a lot yesterday. How can you have. A, and this, look, it's its not easy for me to do this. It's not. Because I, I love me some PFM. I love me some number seven, Duke of Denver, Magnificent Seven. I can't put either one of those at the top of the list, either guy. As great as they are. I can put them in the top five, and I do have them in my top five. I can't put them number one because the, the seven Super Bowls could have easily been ten two losses to the Giants, lost to the Eagles, you know, close losses, came down to the wire for for the Patriots. Brady could easily have 10 Super Bowls. You look at who he had around him through the course of his career. He had Randy Moss for a very brief period of time. One year. Yeah. And that year was magnificent. I mean, they nearly ran the table. They nearly had the old men in Miami ready to throw their walkers and their canes at Tom Brady and Randy Moss. Mercury Morrison those guys and Zonka.
1: Are they <laughs> Are they cracking prune juice instead of champagne when that happens these I, days or probably.
0: what? Probably. Uh I saw the Larry Zonka the other day, he looks good. He does. Zonk still looks pretty good. I mean, he doesn't look like he could still play or anything. He's still but he's a he's a he's held up well.
1: I think he could probably still host the American Gladiators.
0: He probably could. He probably still could do that, but you think about who Brady's had around him. You know, Corey Dillon at one point, Randy Moss. We mentioned. I mean, there there've been, but but not 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 like with Joe Montana, who had Jerry Rice and John Taylor and Roger Craig. You know, and had great tight in end, tight ends. You know, with the the San Francisco 49ers. great offensive line. He he took on all occasions chicken poop and turned into chicken salad. Which Elway had to do a lot too. I mean, as much as I respect the legacy of the Three Amigos, you combine two of them; they're probably not as good as Jerry Judy or, or Tim Patrick. But they were they were as a as a group, they were good. But they weren't the best receivers in the league. Ricky Natiole was not the best receiver in the league. Vance Vance Johnson, you know, not the best receiver in the league. And and so you look at it. And you have to and Mark Jackson was really good. But neither but none of those guys were a top five receiver during their career. And so LA does share that with Brady in that they had to do a lot with very little around them. And you look at what Brady did and winning championships, which we should put a high value on. But it can be end all be all. Because Terry Bradshaw has four Super Bowls. Do I think Terry Bradshaw is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time? No. Did they have a phenomenal defense, a Steel Curtain? Yes. Did he have good players around him? The late Franco Harris, God rest his soul. You know, Swan, Stalworth, Rocky Blyer. Those guys weren't around, those that kind of those kind of players weren't around Tom Brady his throughout his course of his career. They had good defenses at times, and that certainly obviously is a, a big component to winning a championship. But you look at the numbers that Brady has put up throughout the course of his career. And and what he's been able to do after age forty. Which to me you're supposed to be done, right? 39, 40. You're supposed to be done. It's supposed to be over with. Your best days are behind you, sir. You can't tell that to Tom Brady, though. I mean, Tom Brady this year, the numbers are, once again, just insanely good. He's a top five in passing. At the age of 45. Statistically, he checks the boxes. Championship-wise, he checks the boxes. I mean... This year he threw for 4,694 yards. He threw for over 5,000 last year. Over 4,000 the year before that. 4,000 the year before that. 4,000. 4,000. Oh, my goodness. Back, uh, let's see, 2016, only 3,500 yards. Only, huh? Yeah, only.
1: Well, to play devil's advocate the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year and last year relied on 44- and 45-year-old Tom Brady and yep. his arm probably a lot more than they should have.
0: Probably so.
1: And their record might not have been 8-9 and nine if they could have done something different. And It might have been a different story. We might be talking about him still Yeah. if they could have done that right now. Yeah.
0: So I, I just, you know, as much as, look, we all want to crap on him. I get it. Brady can not always be the most heartwarming guy in the world. I think the move to Tampa Bay has made him more likable, more a guy you can cheer for a little bit more than he was as a Patriot. I just think it's hard for me to say, nope, somebody else is better. Are, are there better, more, ath- are, are there quarterbacks that have been more athletic? Steve Young, John Elway, Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Connor Murray. I mean, they're, they're guys that are more athletic. But nobody's been better at the position than him. Sorry, Joe Montana. Well, I never lost a Super Bowl. Well, gee, Joe, you also didn't win seven either, and could have won ten. You didn't even you didn't come anywhere close to that. Hey, Joe, I, I love Joe Montana, but shut up with that stuff. Brady could have won ten Super Bowls. He won seven. That's pretty damn good in my book. That's going to be the best of all time, whether you like the guy or not.
1: If you look at the list, Jim, most Super Bowl wins, it's an interesting list. You have some of the people you've mentioned as athletes, great football players, and then there's some that no one ever thinks about when it comes to this conversation we're having right now. Number one, Tom Brady, seven. Terry Bradshaw, number two at four. Joe Cool, four. You got Troy Aikman at three. Yeah. He's got three. John Elway's got two. Bob Greasy, two. Eli Payton with two. Jim Plunkett has two. Ben Roethlisberger has two. Bart Starr, Roger Staubach, that's the top 12 yeah. as far as what goes. And that that fifth spot is a tie down the line for a long time. And you're looking at people like Starr, Plunkett, Bob Greasy. No one ever says their names in, nope. this, con- in this conversation. Nope.
0: Jim Plunkett one of the great Career resurrections. Guy was a Heisman Trophy winner. You know, first round pick of the Patriots. Didn't work out there. Went to San Francisco. Didn't work out there. It's kind of on the scrap heap. Raiders pick him up and
1: <laughs> rest they is win. the rest is
0: history. I-, I just think when you look at Brady, when you look at championships, when you look at production, the production numbers are insane. I mean, going back to 09. Where he threw for four thousand three hundred ninety-eight yards. He's had two years since that stretch where he threw for less than four thousand yards, and and he came up just a little bit short in in those two seasons where he didn't throw for four thousand yards. <laughs> I mean, he he averaged over four thousand yards passing a season. You don't. That's you don't just luck into that. You don't. That requires talent. That requires skill. And he may not be the most athletic quarterback in the world, but the guy can read defense like like few other guys can. His anticipation. I, I just. I just think that when you, we talk about the legacy of Tom Brady, his. I know it's painful. Believe me. Is a Bronco fan and is painful. in Denver, there's one team that had his number, though. It was his kryptonite. It was my boys. They were his kryptonite. But nobody else was. And I I just I just think for those like, oh, there's no way he's the best. Well, okay, tell me how he's not. And again, you know, the flight gate thing, which I've talked about ad nauseum, he did something 8 billion other quarterbacks have done. Cover up was far worse than the crime. It was stupid for him to be suspended for four games. It was ridiculous. It's also stupid for him to get rid of his cell phone. Whoa, whoa I, I, I don't know what happened to that phone. It just uh, just disappeared. I don't know. I, don't, I, I wasn't communicating with the equipment guys. No, I'm. No, I don't, even, I don't even know their names. The old hey. burner phone. The old burner phone. Which also means, at least in my world, okay, maybe he thought what he was doing was probably wrong. If you're using a burner phone, you're doing something wrong. If you need a phone that specifically, so nobody else knows you're talking to certain parties, you're doing something wrong. But, But come on. I mean, it's... The, the whole thing about it, you know, the the, the deflate gate thing, Spygate that that wasn't on him. You want to blame Belichick for that? Okay, blame Belichick for that.
1: I, I blame Belichick yeah, for a lot and of that's things. That's fine. <laughs> for giving us Tom Brady <laughs> in the first place. But I just,
0: uh. I just, I just feel like you can't. You may not like a guy, like I said the other day. It's like the Vince Vaughn line from Anchorman. You know, damn it, Ron Burgundy. You know, I don't like you, but I respect you. That's how I feel about Brady. I don't necessarily like him. I like him more than I used to. But I do have a lot of respect for what he's... The career that he's had. The numbers that he's put up. It's pretty darn impressive. So if you got you got your top five today. So I, I got to have Brady as number one. I, I, just, I just can't see how you... I can't put Joe Montana in front of him. I love Elway and Manning. But I can't put them in front of him. They didn't accumulate... They accumulate, accumulate great numbers. But you had Brady making the decision to play into his 40s. That's risky. Played into his 40s. And he had some, some of his best years after age 40. He won championships. Nobody's won more championships 40 years or older than Tom Brady. So, like, you, I want to see your top five today. And if you don't have Brady in there, you've got to sell it to me you got to give me some overwhelming, compelling evidence that makes me go, okay, I see your point. I may not agree with you entirely, but at least I can see your point.
1: I will give something to the Tom Brady haters out there. If you want to see him get roasted, all you need to do is go to his Instagram account, scroll down on the comments a little bit, look for Giselle's, and then his latest post, his retirement yeah. post, and then you can get a nice, nice, sweet little chuckle. <laughs> If you will, because what Giselle put on his post was ice cold, man. She put, best of luck to you in the next phase of your life. That was it.
0: Tommy, <laughs> oh, you, if you would man. have done this a year ago, Tommy, oh, we would still be together, Tommy.
1: Right. I, I'm not sure. I have my own uh, conspiracy theories about FTX and crypto, but you know, that's, that's another rabbit hole. I suppose they lost a bunch of money, right? right. Both yeah. of them
0: lost it, and yeah. she got. And that was part of the reason she got mad. Yeah, and
1: then actually, I think they... Probably divorced, probably to save a lot of their assets. Right. Because if they were together, they would have been, <laughs> would have been bam, 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 bam. And yeah. she's worth like $150 million more than he is.
0: Yeah, she's worth a lot more. Yeah. In, so, you know, in terms of her modeling career. A,
1: personally, I thought it was a business decision. Business decision mm-hmm. one that worked out for both but of now them it seems Tom's like, like it's, well, I can go play.
0: Yeah, now it seems like well, it's maybe more. It's um, rabbit hole. It's a rabbit it's, hole, Jim. It's yeah. a rabbit hole. So that today. Also, predictions on how the Broncos are going to do with Sean Payton. Your your record, your prediction in terms of record. Do they get to 10 wins? Is it a playoff team? A playoff? I, I think Denver's probably, I, I think Denver gets to 10 wins, and I think they're a playoff team. I don't think they win the AFC West. I think if the offense, like I said yesterday, if the offense is middle of the pack, for those nine one-score losses they have, they're probably a playoff team. We'll see what happens at the AFC West. Mahomes isn't going anywhere. Herbert's not going anywhere. Not that the the Chargers to me are invincible. I mean, Denver did beat them last game of the regular season when they were trying to play all their starters. And what the hell was Brandon Staley thinking? And then that rolled over to the loss to Jacksonville. The Raiders right now is is Aaron Rodgers going to reteam with Devontae Adams? Is that That relationship going to get rekindled? What's going to happen there? Are they going to go Jared Stidham? What what are they going to do? Because at one point it looked like it was going to be a Brady-McDaniels reunion. That's not going to happen now. Or is it? I don't know.
1: Las Vegas is a mess.
0: And so I think there's the opportunity for the Broncos with an offense that's halfway decent to be a playoff team. And I think he can get more out of... Russell Wilson, I, I, I really do. I don't I don't think Russ is done. I think it's gonna be the right scheme. Sean Payton is that guy to come up with that right scheme. And uh, parallel reports: Vic Fangio is going to go to Miami. Uh, Giro Vero sit down talk yesterday with Payton, so they're trying to trying to keep Ajero Vero as the Broncos defensive coordinator. He's still up for a couple of jobs that he's interviewed for. So fingers crossed if you're Broncos fan. One last thing, because I'm, I'm getting a lot to comment on today, Pyle. Okay, I'm, I'm setting the table for you. You have LeBron James, who is about as well-liked as Tom Brady. LeBron's 63 points away from reaching Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time NBA scoring record. He had 26 last night in the win over the Pacers. So he's 63 points away. Is the NBA scoring record a hallowed record Like the home run record in baseball. Or single season yardage record passing wise in football. Or 2,000 yards in football. Is that a record that carries gravitas? That carries some weight to it? You're a big basketball guy. I believe so. What do
1: you...
0: (laughs) I believe so because what Kareem did... I thought you just said, I believe I'm a big basketball guy. I know you're a big basketball guy.
1: I believe that what kareem did was big um the new nba with the advent of the three-point line and the three-point shot gives people like lebron and people who will follow in his mold uh, a blueprint possibly to get there and the way the nba has been played the last 10 or so years with emphasis on the outside shot and more you like what lebron does being more of a driver uh, dish or assist but you know, well, I think that's more of a testament, too, more so than, you know, because Kareem obviously had the best weapon in the game ever, and it was untouchable. The skyhook was beautiful. It allowed him to score that many points. And LeBron has kind of taken that and become unstoppable in all facets of the game. The guy is 6'8", weighs 260 pounds, and he has kept himself in such good shape for so long to be able to play at that high level. He's been able to average the numbers that he needs to get close to that record, and now that he's in striking distance, yeah, I think his hard work is paying off, and it will stand the test of time for, I think, another pretty good chunk of years. I don't, I don't know when Kareem retired, but that is, uh, a, you know, like a big poster on the wall of Kareem's success as a basketball player, and it will be for LeBron as well. He will cement, 89,
0: by the way, is when Kareem.
1: Thank you. He will retire. cement himself. All-time top three basketball player, maybe even the best of all time with this record, which has always been what LeBron has been about. That's that's the legacy. I mean, he's very similar to Tom Brady, as you said in the beginning of this conversation. And, yeah, I mean, and it goes to show you that people are taking notice with what he's going to do. So they must believe the record. Better is than MJ? Better than MJ? Are we talking wins? It's such See, a hard get,
0: see here's the thing.
1: I don't think that, he's better than MJ, no.
0: That Brady can back it up with the stats sure. and the championships. Yeah. Okay. Michael, while the numbers were were impressive and great, LeBron's numbers are going to end up being better.
1: Michael will go down his all-time like coldest in, in basketball because he literally said, it's like, I've done everything I need to do in basketball. I'm going to go play baseball. That, that's how good Michael Jordan yeah. was. That's how good he thought he was. But one last point about LeBron, Jim. It's funny because with the way the ticket prices have shot up thousands and thousands of dollars for Lakers, who are rather irrelevant if you're talking records at this point in time. Very much so. That shows you that that is something people pay attention to and will pay the money to go see.
0: I still think it's important. I don't. Is it, you know, hallowed, like you said, like the home run record or something like that? No, but it's certainly a, a record that has to be appreciated and respected. And what Kareem did with the, the magnificent skyhook that every kid of my era tried to replicate. It's that, hard. It is that, so hard to do. Yeah. That, um, you know, it's, for me, it's, I've always loved Kareem. I'm not a Laker fan, but I always loved Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Come on, he wrote, he wrote scripts for Veronica Mars. Who'd ever think that, right? That he'd would, he'd would write scripts for some TV show with Kristen Bell.
1: He fought Bruce Lee. Bob Bruce Lee was an airplane.
0: Exactly. Got Bob Lanier on his back up and down the floor. It's, gotta love Kareem. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a little sad. I will. I'll be sad when when uh, LeBron passes uh, Kareem. So get some thoughts on that today. Text your call us. Chick fil A breakfast team phone line nine seven zero. 242 1340 it's time for what's happening brought to you by our friends over at Comwest at Comwest they're your technology partner they help business owners grow their business by providing quality reliable personalized technology solutions that support and secure their business technology consistently and professionally if you're looking for help with surveillance network support cybersecurity business phone systems like the one we have here at the radio station it's absolutely fantastic Call them today. Calm West. Talk to Nathan and his crew at 970-242-8142. It's 970-242-8142. We start out with the Nuggets last night in action at home against the Golden State Warriors. Nikola Jokic with another triple-double to lead Denver to a 134-117 win over the Warriors. Jokic, 22 points, 16 assists, 14 rebounds. Jamal Murray led in scoring 33 last night for Denver. Nuggets shot 56.7% from the field. They're back home tomorrow night, hosting Atlanta with tip-off at seven o'clock. The CU men's basketball team got a low-scoring win over Cal last night, winning 59 to 46 in Boulder. CU was down 27-24 at the break, but came back in the second half to outscore the Bears 36 to 19. Tristan DeSilva Silva leading the Buffs in scoring with 20 points, despite only shooting 38% as a team. Colorado's 14-11. They sit at eighth in the Pac-12, five and eight in conference play cover the buffalo's football team hit the ground running on national signing day this week the buffs under coach Deion sanders brought in one of the highest ranked transfer portal class in the nation and acquired multiple four and five star recruits for the first time in program history voice of the buffalo's mark johnson says this would not have happened under a normal first year head coach
1: most of the time when a coach takes over a program that for, that first recruiting class they do the best they can to cobble something together they, they pick up what the Last staff had put together. So for him to do what he has done here, I, I think is extremely impressive. And it just speaks to the power of prime, if you will. I guess.
0: The power of prime. Told Mark, you've got to trademark that. You've got to trademark that. Makes some, put make, that on a t shirt. Make yourself some extra money, Mark Johnson. Uh, Buffaloes will begin spring practice in March. The spring game is April 22nd. Last night, it was the Southwestern League, Western Slope League Wrestling Championships at Central High School. Fruita Monument won the team title. Central was third. Montrose, sixth. Palisades, seventh. Grand Junction was ninth. And Rifle, was 10th. National signing day was win- on Wednesday and plenty of Grand Valley football players signed to play in the Armac. A few chose Colorado Mesa while others picked Western, Colorado and Gunnison. Palisades Malachi Espinosa and Grand Junction's Dominic Carver decided to become Mountaineers next season. Carver says he's been interested in the school since attending football camp there a couple of years ago. I've always been interested in Western ever since I went to the camp my junior year. and So ever since then I've just really been interested in playing in there and then yesterday I finally got to make it happen. Central's Cash Walker and Devin Hickey signed with Colorado Mesa, as did Palisades' Nico Moreno. Eleven Colorado Mesa men's and women's basketball players were selected to the all-ARMAC academic teams. Levi Dombro and Kylie Kravik both posted perfect 4.0 GPAs in environmental science and exercise science, respectively. Trevor Baskin has a 3.66 in business administration with teammate Reese Johnson posting a 3.92 GPA in exercise science. Four CMU women's players and two men made the ARMAC all-academic honor roll, Emily Cavi. Sarah Geddes, Leah Redding, and Josie Stedman. CMU men's players Michael McCurry and Isaac Jessup made the honor roll. Maverick basketball team's in action tonight at Brownson when they take on Regis. Pre-game at 5-15. Women tip it at 5-30. Men at 7-30 tonight on the Team Sports Network. And Colorado Mesa wrestling from last night. The Mavericks getting the win over CSU Pueblo. 12th-ranked Colorado Mesa knocking out the Thunderwolves last night 27-16 on the mats and that's a look at what's happening brought to you by our friends at com west make sure you give them a call today if you're having IT issues you need uh, surveillance help business phone system backup and disaster recovery they're the folks to call they're your technology service partner com west call them today at 970-242-8142 we'll take a break and uh Bring some sound, Jamal Murray after last night's Nuggets victory over Golden State. That's on the way next on the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network. Stay
1: by the radio. You are listening to the Jim Davis Show on the Team 101 FM 1340 AM Grand Junction.
0: Welcome back 733 Jim Davis along with Max Ryan today the Jim Davis show on the team sports network thanks for uh, rocking me out with some darkness this morning appreciate it Max still think the first album's the best and it's not even close
1: all I know is uh what is his name Hawkins
0: from Dan Justin yeah I think it's I'd say Dan Hawkins I think of former Buffs coach
1: hot club all I know is that's yeah. the guy who wears there's there's Freddie Mercury is for talking to all time great cat suit wearers. Freddie Mercury and then number two this guy from the darkness.
0: If I remember correctly, when he auditioned for the darkness, he did a queen song because he he thought that he sounded a lot like Freddie Mercury.
1: He kind of does. He's got a great like range.
0: Justin Hawkins ah, yeah, that's right. is Justin. the front man of the darkness. So. Yeah, he's
1: got great range. He does. He does, he does. have great range. Yeah.
0: He's not Freddie, though. No, he's not Freddie. He's not Freddie. Really good. Better than I could ever dream of doing. But he's not. He's no Freddie Mercury.
1: I don't know, Jim. You ought to try that cat suit one day.
0: No, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> no, nah, I think I'll pass.
1: Like deep, deep V. Like right, like right above the belly button. Nope. Like deep V neck. No, nah, I don't think so. Maybe Halloween. Good try. We'll keep talking.
0: You, You keep talking, and I'll keep ignoring you. That's how that's going to work. You keep talking. I'm, there's no way. No way I'm putting that thing on. All right. So, a guy that probably could rock one of those cat suit things is Jamal Murray. He possibly could. Guy's an NBA stud. Probably wear an outfit like that. Jamal Murray, you know, was not picked for the All-Star game. You know, I apparently didn't spend a lot of time thinking about it. Last night facing All-Star guard Steph Curry. All Jamal did was explode for 33 points last night. Nikola Jokic, wasn't like he sat back and did nothing last night as he gets ready for the All-Star game. He had another triple-double, his 17th of the season, leads the NBA in that category, 22 points, 13 rebounds, 16 assists. And Denver's now 17-0 and in games that Jokic has registered a triple-double. So it's pretty much if he gets a triple-double, you're done. You are not going to win. Denver blew out Golden State last night, one thirty-four to one seventeen. They're now thirty-six and sixteen. They're just uh, a, a nice little twenty-four and four at Ball Arena this season. That's a nice little home court advantage. And after the game last night, Katie Wingie, who frequently is on our program, talked with Jamal Murray. It was an interesting conversation. Most of it was pretty standard, and until one question came up, we'll we'll let you listen in. Here's Jamal Murray. On the floor with altitudes, Katie wingy after the win over Golden State last night. I just thought we stayed with it. Uh, we're aggressive on both ends. Um, it was a good game, though. You know, Kyle was into it as usual. What more can we ask for? Um, yeah, that's about it.
1: You have scored 16 or more points now in 14 straight games. It's the longest streak in that regard of your career. How would you describe what zone you're in right now?
0: I'm just, I'm just playing free i um, happy to be out there, making the most of my opportunity, and um, preparing for what's next.
1: Is this the most confident that you've been? Nikola Jokic, when he records a triple-double, you guys are 17-0, and you know him better than anyone else on the floor. What's something that maybe people don't appreciate about his game?
0: He plays winning basketball, um, he makes the game fun for everybody. Not a lot of teams have the pleasure of having a guy like this on the team, so be thankful for him. Um, But, yeah, every night what he does is just amazing, so more to come. Okay. I I get where Katie was going with that. Is this the most confident you've been since the knee surgery? He could have figured that out, right? That's not, not the most confident you've ever been in your entire career. I just, I mean, she works for Altitude. They essentially work for the same company. So you're gonna do that to her? You gonna hang her out to dry like that, Jamal? She was a pro. She, I thought she did a great job. Yeah, just, she I'm took just, that and roll and, and yeah. ran with it. She's a pro. She's just like, okay, fine. You're not gonna answer my question. I've, I've got something else for you. She's got I'm, it. I've got I'm, to ask
1: those questions.
0: But it's like, come on. If it's, if it was some antagonistic presser. You know, somebody from the Post that, you know, has written nasty things about Jamal Murray and he didn't like it, okay. But that's that's friendly fire there that he's firing back at Katie Wingie by not answering that. Or they said, do you, do you mean the most confident I've been since the knee surgery? Well, yeah, it's uh, the knee feels Does it kill you to answer that question? Particularly when it's coming from somebody that works, that's on your side. The altitude guys can't be more pro-nuggets than they are. I just, I'm just like, come on, man, you're better than that. Just answer the damn question. Okay. Don't hang her out to dry.
1: To her point. um, If you remember the run they made in the bubble, Jamal and Joker, that chemistry that they had was really fun to watch. And that was one of the most unstoppable pick and rolls, possibly in NBA history because of Joker's ability. And then, of course, Jamal and his, you know, kind of nose for the basket and the way he can finish and his little mid-range game, if he wants, he's got floaters. Like, I that's, I was really, yeah. that was some beautiful nugget basketball when they went yeah. to the Western Conference Finals in the bubble. Yeah, he,
0: he had a tremendous run during that stretch in the bubble. And I like him as a player. I, I just, when, when he does that, because he does that a lot now. Stop it! It is. It just makes you look like a turd. Makes you look like a bad guy. Makes you look surly. Makes you unlikable. Just answer the question. If it's like I said, if there's a a contentious relationship with a reporter, and he gets asked something like that, okay, fine. Be that way if you feel like that, but not somebody like Katie Wiengy. She's dude. She's on your side, Dempsey. Like if Chris Dempsey would ask that, would he have done the same thing to him? Probably, I guess. I'm assuming so. I, I just I don't want to take one one relatively small thing and make a you know mountain out of a molehill. But it just it's come on, it's not a good look.
1: Did you hear the crowd and the cat calls? Like yeah. right after?
0: Yeah, come on. Come on, Jamal. So he doesn't get selected as a reserve. I personally think Aaron Gordon not being picked is a far greater travesty than Jamal Murray. Aaron Gordon's had a hell of a season. He the guy fills up the stat sheet. He has found his place on this basketball team. Mm-hmm. And for him to not be picked as a reserve, I think's I think it's ridiculous. But then again, it's the All Star game and well my my opinion about the NBA All Star game is only only slightly better than it is about the Pro Bowl. It's to me they're They're absolute wastes of time. They're just something for the league to sell more tickets and something to put on TV. Like the NHL All-Star game coming up uh, Sunday in Florida.
1: Do you have a favorite All-Star exposition?
0: No. Major League Baseball, okay, because it is so rooted in tradition. I even feel like there's a certain level of that where if if it went away, Maybe this would be this is baseball sacrilege to some people. I'd be like, okay, I, it wouldn't it wouldn't be the most de- devastating thing in the world. At least I feel like with the Major League Baseball All Star Game, they've tried to make it kind of fun. I mean, they took away a home field advantage of the World Series, and which I went back and forth. On at least I felt like at one point it was at least they have something to kind of play for. But that didn't seem like enough of a motivation for guys to still play. I mean, you if you're playing. You know, for the Cincinnati Reds and your next, you know, next to last in your division, do you do you care that the National League's going to, you know, your your starting pitcher for the Reds? Do you give a rip that your league? I gotta go out there. I I really want to be in the All Star Game because I want to win this for the National League. It's league pride, and we're gonna have home field advantage for the World Series. Guys don't care about that. They don't. They don't. They don't give two cents about stuff like that. Fans think they care about stuff like that, or they should.
1: Across the they, board. They don't. Across the board, if all four major sports leagues.
0: Didn't do an all-star game? Yeah. I'd be perfectly fine with it. I think the Pro Bowl, always a joke, even a bigger joke. We're going okay, to play flag football on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, let's go to the park. We've done that. Yes, we have. You and I, we've had some uh, Thanksgiving Day uh, flag, yeah, flag football matchups.
1: In, in case anybody wants to know, Jim Davis brings gloves to the backyard football Absolutely,
0: game. I do. Bring the gloves. Bring the receiver gloves. <laughs> very few drops. Very few drops. Like a at least that I can recall, like anyway. A
1: solid, like a tight end, like you know, exactly. Travis Kelsey. Like exactly. Got to use
0: the body. Got to box out.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Use high the point frame the ball. To his advantage.
0: Exactly. High point the ball. Use your hands, not your body. Catch it with your hands. I just, yeah. If they all went away. I'd be fine with that. I don't. But the leagues aren't going to do that because no. their people are going to still pay to go yeah. and. And, you know, I I still feel like the Major League Baseball one, if you got to pick one that's kind of worth it, you know, the NHL one, at least they've tried to make it fun with some of the, you know, the three on three and some of those things that they've done, which at least they've tried to make it kind of fun and quirky and goofy. And it's not serious. Cause let's be honest, it's not serious. I guess the flag football thing is, you know, I still like, why why even bother?
1: Are you going to tune in at all for the Pro Bowl this weekend?
0: I'll watch. Them. I'll watch a little bit of the NHL All Star Game. I'll, I'll watch a little bit of the Pro Bowl just to see what they're doing.
1: The golf thing. Yeah. The go- the longest drive and the dodgeball.
0: I just and I get they got Peyton and Eli there, and they they've got to have the Manning boys there to at least try to try to make it worth watching.
1: The NFL's answer to everything. Yeah. Hey, what's Peyton Put a and Manning Eli doing? There. It'll be all right.
0: What's Peyton? and Is Cooper? Is Cooper available? What About Arch? What about Olivia? Are they available?
1: What about Coop, Archie? What about Coop is What about Archie? Man, Coop is killing it. I love Coop. Oh, I just talk about turning uh, you know, the third brother role into some stardom oh, right there. Fantastic. He's the eldest too, man. Yeah, That's yeah, sad. he is. He was a wide receiver. He was the only one who didn't throw the football. Yeah.
0: yeah. And uh had a very promising career yeah. till a uh, health condition uh into that unfortunately. All right. So um your your thoughts today about prediction for the Broncos now that Sean Payton is in the mile high city. What do you think the record will be? Also, your top 5 quarterbacks all time. And if you don't have Brady as number 1, give me give us some compelling reasons why Brady shouldn't be that guy. I'm just curious about that. And LeBron's 63 points away from passing Kareem. If you got some feelings about that today as well, text or call us 970-242-1340. All right, it's time for sound check. <laughs>
1: Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your
0: attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need
1: all of you to stop what you're doing and listen.
0: All right, what do you have, Max?
1: Well, um, with the, of course, incoming big game uh, week from Sunday, lots of media, lots of stuff going on. Uh, one of the more fun storylines has been the Kelsey brothers yeah. and their you know, shared experience. During these big uh, First brothers moments. to ever play
0: against yeah. each other in the Super Bowl.
1: Anyway, they have a podcast. Yes, and they do. Jason and Travis, they were talking about some of possibly the mojo the Eagles have had going in the last couple of playoff games. And Travis and, and Jason were talking about it. Jason has a theory. And then Travis went on to go ahead and kind of hopefully debunk that theory for the approaching game. Um, so... There is a sensor beep in here, but the Kelsey's known for spicy language. Everything's cleaned up, of course. But this right here is Jason and Travis Kelsey on possibly the Eagles' secret weapon and how the Chiefs will counteract that come a couple Sundays from now.
0: I'm convinced that there is a Philadelphia (laughs) fan who is putting these shirts on the Rocky statue just to get everybody all fired up. And it's working. It's working tremendously. (laughs) So keep doing it. I guarantee it. There's no way. Because this happened every single game. The Giants did it. That's sick. 49ers did it. There'll probably be a Chiefs jersey on it this week. No way. Uh, No way. Right now, Chiefs, do not touch the (laughs) Rocky Memorial, okay? Do not do that, all right? Definitely don't put an 87 on there. Do not do that.
1: So Jason was saying that somebody, possibly an Eagles fan, for more motivation for the city of brotherly love, Put the opposing team's jersey on the statue of Rocky Balboa in downtown Philadelphia. And Travis was uh, pleading with his fan base to not do that. Don't give any bulletin board material whatsoever to Philadelphia. That's one team you don't want to give bulletin board material. No. I mean, their fans eat poop. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I'd be like, nope, ah, we should probably just, you know, yeah, heads up, bring it. Nice, clean game. I wouldn't want anything to do with that. Yeah, I'm, 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 I would not want to be probably caught dead in a bar full of Philadelphia Eagles fans with the wrong colors on. You know what I mean?
0: No, probably not. No. No. Got a text uh, let's see from oh, who sent the text in about Murray was smiling and he nodded his head when she asked the question. Okay, but just answer the question then though. If it didn't bother you then just answer the question. Just say Yeah, it's the best I've felt. I feel really good. It's you know, feel like I can attack the rim now. I feel confident. Why just okay? At least it wasn't a. mm, But why you know, and he didn't respond. But why not just vocally respond to that? Don't have to give. Doesn't have to be war and peace. Doesn't have to be, you know. It doesn't have to be a you know five hundred page essay. Just yeah, I, I feel really good right now. I appreciate the the text in on on what what the the, the video was of that. I, I just to me it's still. Why don't, why don't you just answer it? Is it going to kill you? Because there've been other moments where he's been curt, surly, not not as congenial as you you feel like he should be. I guess at least he smiled and nodded his head. I guess that I I should give him some. Back off, cracking on him too much for that.
1: Oh man, old school radio guy Jim Davis, get off my lawn and give me my actuality. <laughs> okay. How about you, just say it? I mean, don't just if I'm sitting
0: in the stands, I'm not seeing him smiling. I mean, maybe if I'm looking at the the video screen, maybe. Just say it. Does it kill you?
1: See here, now, now see here. Come on, <laughs> see here. Say the words.
0: Wow, why well, it sound like foghorn leghorn? Now look here, boy. Look here, Max Ryan. I don't need that kind of talk from a whippersnapper like you. I will not put up with that kind of... I don't know. (laughs) BS from a guy like you. There we go. Actually, deservedly so. Okay. I'll get off my lawn about Jamal Murray not responding to the question verbally. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more on the Jim Davis show on the team sports network.
1: Touchdown every morning. The Jim Davis show on Colorado sports leader, the team.
0: Welcome back. Jim and Max Ryan today, the Jim Davis show on the team sports network. Uh, Sometime next hour, you will have the chance to uh, get qualified for a big game giveaway with Buffalo wild wings, a table, for six and fifty wings for a Buffalo Wild Wings for the big game coming up February twelfth, by the way. So uh, we'll have that final qualifier, and then we'll pick the winner of the table for six in the nine o'clock hour. All right, I'm I'm getting cracked on by the pile because I was cracking on Jamal Murray because so he didn't answer the question about how confident he is right now. Yes, he sh- he nodded his head and smiled, and and the feeling was that he was playing to the crowd. That was from Marty. He does agree, though. He's got a surly attitude at times. Ron, Jay Murray is nodding his head up and down when he didn't answer the question. I still like, why didn't you answer the question, though? Does that kill you? Does it kill you to answer the question? Wayland, I believe he shook his head. He did shake his head. So I went back and looked at the video. All I had was the audio. Watched the video. Yes, he's smiling and shaking his head which creates a much different response to that. But still, Murray has a habit of being kind of a surly guy sometimes. Uh, one from Steve about top five quarterbacks. If you get time, look up George Bland at 40. Yikes. And you're right. Tom could have had 10. But he just could have easily has had four. Yeah, but Steve, he's got seven. <laughs> and And he could have had 10. I mean George Blanda, how he looked at age forty. Yeah, George Blanda looked like he was seventy when he was forty.
1: Those guys used to smoke cigarettes on the sidelines. Yes, they did. Right? Uh,
0: the famous picture of Lynn Dawson. Yeah, they like, like Super Bowl got just, the got the heater on the sidelines.
1: Straight, just burn a heater and then kick like a seventy-yard field goal or something like that.
0: Yeah, so I <laughs> just yeah, the picture of Bland is right. I mean, compare Brady and Bland at forty. It's like Brady looks like his grandson. Not his son, looks like his grandson.
1: Someone told me that Tom Brady at 45 looked like Kevin Bacon sucking on a lemon all the time. <laughs> it's like that's pretty accurate. That
0: that's that's a fairly accurate description, yes. Okay, so pile yes, so you've you've, you've uh, shamed me into Okay, yes. Jamal Murray wasn't being a total jerk last night on the question. Hour 2 coming up next on the Jim Davis show.